Hello and welcome to We Were Hit by a Horse Truck and Got Yiskite into Equestria? I'm your host, Ponyville's beloved Graceful Spark, with me as always is my darling co-host, Spilled Beans. How you doing today, Beans? I'm doing fairly well. It's it's been a it's been a good couple couple weeks. Uh now that the whole town's settled down from having to be rebuilt and everything, you know? Yeah, the town is no longer in its post divorce state. Uh, we've been able to open for business, and uh, yeah. it's been good. Mm-hmm. Ah. Uh, <sighs> the kids are back in school, and that isn't a weighted sentence at all, t- uh, because of the human world we have nothing <laughs> to know about. Uh, you know? Th- there's uh, no way that's a relevant statement to make. Uh, the kids are normal. Everything's fine. There's only the regular amount of diseases in uh, this week's episode of Our Lives. Season 1, episode 12, Call of the Cutie. Directed by the same people as always, written by Megan McCarthy, original air date, January 7th, 2011. Ah, uh, uh, wonderful. Yeah. That's, that's horse. Yeah, and so uh, to start this episode off, we are in a school, and let me tell you, I feel weird looking in the window of a school, dear. Yeah, I was, I was, uh, I was having some trouble with that myself. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's a weird one, but yeah. hopefully we don't need to do this too often. Yeah. And uh, we see Cheerily, a very good horse. I'm I'm quite fine at Cheerily. Just you yeah. Know, in general, as a concept. And uh, she's telling us all what cutie marks are all about. She's uh talking about her cutie mark. How every pony has a a special cutie mark that they get when they realize what they are gonna do with the rest of their lives. What their special talent is. What their place is in the guy economy and so on. I'm still quite impressed that when she walks into the room at the very start, like, there seems to be some fairly advanced math on the board there. Like, it's got, I think they had, like, Delta D in there, and, like, I didn't even know what the fucking Delta meant until, like, high school for me. So, I don't know. Apparently these kids get some much more advanced math than we did. Mm Mm-hmm. These horses, huge brains. Uh. Measuring the change in things all the time. Ah, uh, you can really count on these horses. Yeah. And, uh... So, Cheerily, uh, this very good cranberry pony. Cranberry-colored mm-hmm. pony, I should say. Yeah. Explains, blah, 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 your cutie mark is somebody that represents your special talent, the thing you're best at, the thing that makes you special. Every pony has one and only one. They are... But you don't get one when you're born. Everyone's born with a blank flank. And... That's an interesting thing to talk about, which is, like, you hear people call ponies blank flakes, but in this episode, at least, it's used exclusively as a pejorative. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where, like, a completely normal term for something is suddenly being used as, like, a slur just because you can, you know, be shitty to someone about it. Yeah, like, um, to be clear, Diamond Tiara and Silver Spoon, like, the TV show really wants you to hate these children. Yeah, so, they are they are two very shitty children. I, I remember seeing this episode for the first time back in the day. It's like, oh, I hate these horse children. But then yeah. I would I would wind up uh, playing Silver Spoon a lot on the internet. And so, I mean, she's definitely the better of the two. She, we, we'll see. She gets a bit of a face turn later. But oh, I am looking forward to that. Yeah, it's a really good episode, if I recall. Ah, mm. uh, that was when we find out that Diamond Tiara's dad is named Filthy Rich. 
Oh god, that's beautiful. And I think her mom's name is like Spoiled Rich or something like that. Uh, wait, did- shit, do they- okay, that raises so many questions. Because like, was her name Spoiled something before that and then they got married? Yeah, or... I think so, yes. I, th- I think her last- I, I think we actually get information on this. I don't know. I don't remember and we're gonna get there eventually. There's no sense in looking up, but- I want to say her name was, like, Spoiled Milk or something until she got married or some shit like that. Holy shit, what a horrible cutie mark to have. It's, like, <laughs> sp- Spoiled Milk. What a what a way to be cursed in this world. Right? Uh, <sighs> I would like to point out, yeah. just just before we get too far ahead, because uh, Charlie did have the very good display of, of different cutie marks. Yeah. Um, And uh, one of them was bonbons. One of them was a pair of horseshoes, which I think is shoe shines. Mm-hmm. We had carrot tops in there, and at the bottom of that page was a pair of 69ing dolphins, and I would like to know about <laughs> that pony, please. Uh, there are I marine... would like details. <laughs> they're a marine biologist. Yeah. Uh. Either way, I would like to know more about this yeah. one pony, please. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Cheerily refers to her cutie mark, which is a pair of... Th- a set of... A pair. A set of three smiling flowers... That represent uh, the way she makes knowledge blossom, and the smiling faces represent the smiling faces of her students, which feels a bit like working backwards. Like, yeah. three smiling flowers can mean a lot of things, but Cheerily tells us, I mean, she's a teacher, and we have no reason to really doubt her. I, I have to feel like it might be she tried gardening for a bit and realized that wasn't <laughs> actually the case. Like, yeah. but my cutie mark is flowers, but they're smiling. <gasps> Ah, it's a metaphorical cutie mark yeah. rather than a literal one. I see how this works. Yeah, like, we know this. Cutie marks can be pretty abstract, especially because, like, not every talent can be represented easily visually. Yeah, like, Twilight's is a star. Like, she might yeah. be, like, a, a good, a good, like, astronomer instead of being good at magic. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, there's some interpretation there, but it's usually buoyed by the fact that, uh, you know, you know what you're doing when you got your cutie mark. Mm-hmm. Though I want to say there's one season, there's one episode later on, but this may have been a, like a fan figure or something, where there's a guy who, like, he has his cutie mark, but, like, he doesn't know what it means. Oh. Uh, and so that I hope that's out. real. I, I think it is. I'm, like, 90% sure it is, and, like, it, I think he finds out he's a clown. Like, his special talent is being a clown. Oh, yikes. Oh, uh, yikes. Uh, but it's a good episode, if I recall correctly. Uh, mm. If you wrote this fanfiction instead, I'd like to hear about it, but I'm 99% sure it really happened. Uh, you can also tell this this show is definitely from, like, the er, like mid-early aughts, because goddamn, Shirley says, like, his or hers, or, like, he yeah. or she a lot. <laughs> you could just, like... There and they are just... It's so much easier to say. It's like... Yep. Oh. It's really trying hard to call attention to it. It's, it sounds so awkward. Yeah, I, like... I wrote that down on my nose because it sounded so much like that. Yeah, like... It's it's amazing that efficient and inclusive language just is easier to say. I don't understand why people do this unless they're intentionally trying to be shitty. Yep. You're on notice, cheerily, you shitlord. No, it was 2010. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, like, this is writers, not not her. She's much yeah. better when she's not being taken over by yeah. the <laughs> spirit of the show. Yeah. 
Ah. Uh, and pushing Cheerly outside the schoolhouse when she's left the plot like, quick, Cheerly, gender that guy. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 we, we get a very good picture of, uh, Cheerly's visual aids include pictures of herself. Yeah. Uh, one is, you know, herself as a little baby who has, doesn't have her cutie mark yet. And one of, like, radical 80s teen Cheerly with her flower cutie mark. And, and like, zaggedy mane. Oh my god, it's such a fucking good look. It's powerful. Right? I think it's due for a comeback. Yeah. I think it's due for a horse comeback, IMO. Yeah, right? Get that get that in the wagon. Let's get it going. Yeah. Uh, I'll crimp your hair if you want, dear. Get you some leg warmers. Yeah, fuck it. Let's see how that goes. Oh, leg warmers sound nice. Yeah. I mean, I already have leg warmers. Uh, her name is Spilled Beans, and, uh... I, hey! <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yeah, hmm. but what if what if leg warmers for cuteness sake rather than because of temperature? Well, you're also some... very cute, dear, but also yes, I agree. I think we should both get some leg warmers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh We also get um I think one of our first title drops, which is when Cheerily calls her class My Little Ponies. Yeah, uh, yeah, we've had it once or twice before, but yeah, yeah that, that was definitely a very like blunt title drop. Yeah. Which yeah. I appreciate. I, yeah, I if you listen closely, I'm outside the window hooting and hollering because I cannot resist a title <laughs> drop. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Truly, they were my little pony. Friendship is magic. <laughs> uh, uh. We also see, um, so this is where we kind of get introduced to the, the main conflict of the episode, which is that Apple Bloom, Applejack's little sister, who we've met before, but like she hasn't really done very much until now. Yeah, she kind of bullied her sister in the whole uh um uh, yeah zakora uh, thing yeah the zakora episode and then and then like kind of showed up a few times whenever we saw the apple family farm afterwards but like yeah, yeah she's been unimportant in the plot since zakora yeah this is kind of her time to shine mm. and apple bloom and her friend twist are the only two ponies in their class who don't have their cutie marks yet some yeah i'll put a pin in that one i'll bring it up later mm-hmm. uh and apple bloom is pretty consistently bullied by Silver Spoon and Diamond Tiara for this. They call her a blank flank, they make fun of her for not having a cutie mark yet, and this is as good a time as any to mention that, like, getting your cutie, your cutie mark is, like, horse puberty. Like, it's, yeah. it's treated as, like, because, like, we'll see a little later, like, it's a rite of passage, because Diamond mm. Tiara, part of the driving, actually, the latter part of the plot is Diamond Tiara's cute senyera. Get it? Do you get it? Uh, it's, it's real bad. I don't mm. like it. Yeah. It's real weird that we have a, like, puberty metaphor that hits, like, preteen, like, flagging horses. Like, this is yeah. this is a strange, strange existence we live in. Yeah. Uh, uh, in. In alternate universe, they have a bar marks fun instead. Ah. Uh, that's very good. Thank you. I came up with it myself. Uh. So, like, you know, Diamond Tiara hands Apple Bloom a note to, like, pass the silver spoon. Cheerily well, notices... Sorry, Mouse. Mouse her a note. Yeah. They don't uh, have uh, hands. We don't yeah. have hands here. Uh, offers... Yeah. Apple Bloom a note and, like, tries to get her to take it and give it to Silver Spoon. And, like, mind you, they're sitting in, like, the front row, or just about, but Cheerily only notices... Yeah. yeah, Cheerily only notices as soon as Apple Bloom puts her mouth on it, which... Don't get me wrong, that happened literally every time I tried to get away with something in school. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, I, my note for this is just like, ah, cool, great, uh, the bully gets, gets, uh, in trouble for the bully yeah. doing shit. 
What? Yeah, though, admittedly, what happens is Cheerilee notices, yells at Apple Bloom, who drops the note. The note is blank. And then Diamond Tiara is like, ah, just like your flank. Ha! Ah. Uh, and Cheerilee just walks away from that. Yeah. Like, like, way, to, way to do anti-bullying, Cheerilee. Like, yeah, I, I, I love the been... smiles on your students' faces as they're laughing at one of their peers. Good, uh, good call. Uh, Which, the, like, the, the smiling students, cutie mark visa. So long as a majority of your kids are happy, you're good. Or like, <laughs> at least three of them. My special yeah. note is to make at least three children happy at a time. Ah, uh, yeah. Like the thing that really got me was uh, Twist was laughing as well. Yeah, which is fucked up because, like, yeah. Twist is Apple Loom's friend. She's, like, the only one Apple Loom really has in her corner right now. Yeah, and, like, Twist also is a, like, Blank Flank, so why is she laughing at a Blank Flank getting teased? This yeah. is stupid. Yeah, like, they're laughing at you, too, Twist. Like, you're getting kind yeah. of the, the splash damage here. Uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, so after class, Apple Loom is talking to Twist. Uh, Twist is, uh, I like Twist. She's got the big yeah. glasses. She kind of speaks with this kind of, like, nasally... nasally. Yeah. Kind of stereotypically dorky voice, I, I think is how we're supposed to read her. You know, lots uh, of a... Twist absolutely is quietly running a, uh, like, I don't know, some sort of tabletop role-playing game oh, absolutely. for her friends. I maybe, would maybe not, not yet, but... I would not up. be surprised if that happens later on. Uh, mm -hmm. Like, when I close my eyes, I can absolutely, like, flash forward to... I guess this might be fan or this may have actually happened, you know, like... You know, twist the cutie mark crusaders and snips and or snails like sitting around a table and you know twist is behind that classic dungeon master screen thing and they're all dressed up you know oh yeah oh fuck yeah uh, the kids are okay the kids are all right <laughs> uh several of the kids are all right a majority of the kids are all right yeah so twist is talking to apple bloom she's like hey do you want this this candy i made i made some candy do you want candy and apple Bloom's like no i don't want candy i want a cutie mark it was like uh come on yeah that tracks <laughs> yeah uh not in so many words i'm paraphrasing here mm -hmm. or pony phrasing as the case may be ah uh. and then silver spoon and diamond tiara show up to be just terrible and to like yeah. you know to make fun of apple bloom more rub salt in the wound and uh say, oh but you're still invited to my cute senora uh, blank flank god i want to i want to just kick these girls into the river yeah like and then they do their like they have their little secret handshake their little bump bump sugar lump rump thing yeah that's very uncomfortable why did they animate extremely young characters doing this i yeah, do not like it like they for those of you at home i'm not i don't remember all of it because i feel like i would go to jail if i did but uh they put their hooves together that's the bump bump and then they're they Press their butts together to show off their cutie marks. That's the sugar lump rump part. Yeah, it's it's not great. Yeah. It really just... And, like, you hate these children. The show mm. wants you to hate these children. They are the villains of the piece. And, um... Yeah, you, you really want to just, just hate these kids. Yeah. These kids I, are assholes, and you really want to hate them. Like, they, they activate, like, every... They're bullies. They are 100% bullies. They're supposed to be bullies, and they succeed at making them bullies. Mm -hmm. And it just activates every, like, righteous urge in your body. Like, if every, like, part of me in that's ever been bullied, which is most of them, mm -hmm. like, wanted to kick these kids. Like, ju uh. just, to, just to make it very clear, listeners, Silver Spoon and Diamond Tiara, they are rich motherfuckers 
who are just bullying other kids. Yep. They are assholes in every way. They have zero redeeming qualities until, like, again, several seasons later when Silver Spoon, like, finally realizes, maybe we shouldn't be doing this, Diamond Tiara. Maybe this is bad. Maybe we're the assholes. And, like, uh, I'm, if I remember that episode correctly, and I'm pretty sure I do, is that, like, I canonize what I always suspected about those two, which is Diamond Tiara doesn't have a lot of friends because would you be friends with her? No. So Silver Spoon is, like, kind of feels bad for her and is trying to, like, Please, Diamond, could you be normal? Can you be less of a dick? And is also yeah. kind of being bullied and manipulated in this. She's also kind of being taken advantage of. Uh, it's a hell of a dynamic. Yeah, it's not great. Uh, but anyways, they do this. Uh, they're, they call them blank flanks one more time. And then next time we see Apple Bloom, she is talking to Applejack. Like, hey, what am I going to get my cutie mark? And Applejack's like, well... Uh, when I got my my cutie mark, I'm not gonna try and do her voice. Mm -hmm. When I got my cutie mark, I was doing apples, and then my apple cutie mark showed up, and then I knew I was going to do apples. Yeah, I saw the cutie <laughs> mark, and I was like, oh, dang, I got three apples on my ass. Clearly the answer is, I'm gonna take over the family farm. Don't question a better time that I had seven. It doesn't exist. <laughs> It's not uh, real. The time I had five and a weird slave collar around my neck, because that was the only image we could find on the internet of that, that movie. <laughs> Don't ask uh, about it, Applejack. Uh, uh, but also, we get the uh, the interesting piece of information that Applejack, Big Mac, and I think Granny Smith, I think, they, I think Granny Smith was mentioned as well, yeah. um, got their cutie marks, like, last in class. Yep, the, as, as an Applejack. Yeah. The, the Apple family are all late bloomers. Yep. Though, like... When your last name is Apple, and, like, you can look at your family tree, like, Granny Smith is an apple pie, Big Mac is mm -hmm. half an apple. Mm -hmm. You can kind of guess. Yeah. And, like, I mean, an Apple Bloom reaches this conclusion as well. She's like, oh, my cutie mark is probably going to be something to do with apples, huh? It runs in the family. It runs yeah. in the family. Yeah. And then, so she decides, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to be really good at selling apples, and then I'll get my apple mark, and then I'll be president of apples one day. And yeah. then they'll all see. I'll put Diamond Tiara in horse jail. Ah. If only we could be so lucky. Uh, look, I'm a prison abolitionist. And I especially don't <laughs> think we should put ch I especially don't think we should put children in jail. This is fair. But, I want you to watch this episode, dear listener, and, like, not think for a second that she wouldn't deserve it. Anyways. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I feel we're- They're children. They're fictional yeah. children. They're- Yeah, like- Uh, don't get me wrong. I also think the people who bullied me, uh- me in high school and middle school should also be in jail, but uh, I don't yeah. have a, a good ending for this. Uh, I don't know. If you're Maybe we'll have to find some time to run into these two when they're not being possessed by the plot of a of the show and see if they're you know better ponies when they're not being yeah. uh, made the complete assholes. Yeah. If you bullied me in middle school and you're out there, fuck you. You know who you are. Anyways, uh, mm -hmm. <clears throat> Apple Bloom is trying to sell some apples. Uh, she's sh f very aggressive and very bad. Yep, so we see, we kind of, we're at this kind of marketplace, kind of Ponyville's Town Square or whatever. We see Lyra mm -hmm. hanging out with some pony, whose name I don't know. We see Bon Bon talking to Carrot Top, and, uh, they are selling apples. Ap yeah. Apple Bloom is like, ah, you can buy some apples. By the way, the phrase buy some apples was, was very common in the early fandom, both as like... 
and I think just a thing to say, and also just like you know, ah, buy some apples, you know, like a just a thing people said because yeah, that's... as well, yes, but also just like as like a ah, uh, oh, shucks, ah, oh, darn it, ah, oh, buy some apples. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. This is this is baffling to me, but also it's it's like you know the early 2010s. <sighs> Yeah, I'll bet it, I never. It tracks. I never one hundred percent understood the situations people use it in, but it people did say it. It was a, pre, a not pretty common, but like it was a phrase some people latched onto. And it's one of those things that feels more like it's an inside joke because it can be one, not because it's funny. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, one person said it and then realized they said something stupid and then had the charisma to make it work anyway. Ah, uh, it was a it was a friendship is witchcraft joke that would explain it. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Which, oh. which which I never watched. That explains why, like... I, I did, but I also really only enjoyed the, like, musical sections from Friendship is Witchcraft. The rest of it was all a little... Even at the time, was a little too memes-heavy for me. Yeah, okay. So. Yeah, so the, the quick rundown here is that there was an episode of Friendship is Witchcraft wherein uh, they do, in fact, use the phrase buy some apples to, like, what normally you would, like, bleep something out, like, in order to, ah, you know, you say the character is, swe- is swearing, but they play buy some apples over it as the to censor it. Ah, okay. All right, that makes some sense. Yeah, I, that makes more sense. I have a vague memory of that. But, yeah. eh. That, yeah, that uh, puts a pin on something I've been turning over in my head for a while now. I wonder where that came from. Oh, well, now we know. Yeah, I'm learning a lot about horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, <clears throat> so, Apple Bloom, uh... Oh, buy some apples. They're delicious. They're nutritious. You can play with them. She says, hitting an apple with a tennis racket. Uh, you can make art for your hope. She says, kicking an apple against a, some canvas that some pony was about to paint on. Which, like, I don't know. I At some level, I know people who would buy art that is just, like, a, a carefully dried, like, apple kicked against a canvas like that. Mm-hmm. That that has a space. Mm-hmm. Not the the... The painter did not appreciate it, but like... Yeah. Canvas is expensive. Yeah. Of the pitches uh, Apple Bloom makes, this is possibly the best one mm-hmm. in that it is the the least like, no, that's not what you do with apples. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, she walks up on Dr. Hooves and like really super pressures him into buying some apples. Uh, yeah. He's like scared of her. I mean... <sighs> and I, I kind of get it. Uh, yeah, like he's just trying to have a he's just trying to walk through the the town square and and fucking this tiny pony is in front of him like screaming at him to buy apples. Yeah, like it's she's like he's like I have apples at home. He's like are you sure you have apples? Are you 100% super duper positive you have apples? What if you want more apples? What if you don't have enough? Uh and so he buys like one <laughs> for 3 bits. Yeah. This by the way is uh one of the earliest times we see bits used to refer to the money and i've always been of the impression that bits is like a slang term for what the money's actually called just like yeah. how in you know in human world a bit is you know 12 and a half cents it's half a quarter mm-hmm. you know so when you say something is two bits you mean it's 25 cents but there's no coin called a bit yeah but the fandom and possibly the show itself seems to have kind of coalesced around the idea that the coins themselves are called bits i mean I, I always kind of assumed that was kind of along the lines of, like, um, yeah, how, call- like, calling dollars bucks and stuff like that sure. as well. Like, yeah. Yeah. Either but, way, Applejack yeah. does offer him change, which, which is does, strange. Yeah, 
Well, yeah, because he's like, ah, oh, you forgot your change, but he's too busy running. So he's yeah. certainly overpaid for that apple. And then, uh, Apple Bloom, so, like, Barry Punch is, like, looking at some apples, and Apple Bloom is like, hey, hey, you, you know, you touch it, you bought it, and she, like, is terrified and runs away, I think. Yeah, yeah, she she gets, she has possibly one of the most adorable, uh, like, animation things with this, because she just, like, is super bug-eyed and is yeah. leaning way back. It's, it's, the animators real, really went another way on that one. Mm, pretty common yeah. factor back in the day, if I recall. Yeah. And, uh, um, yeah, Applejack is, like, trying to apologize and also coming on pretty strong because, like, you know, Apple Bloom is getting her, like, flushed and annoyed. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, Apple Bloom was like, oh, well, I don't have my Q&A bark yet. I must have to sell even harder. And then... And then she just, like, dumps a shitload of apples in Bon Bon's bag and then demands money for it. Yeah, she, like, accuses Bon Bon of stealing apples. And then it's like, yeah. hey, four bits, lady, pay up. Bon Bon does not like this, and Applejack just gives her, like, way more apples to make up for it. And Bon Bon doesn't seem to want the more apples she's getting. Like, it seems by the end when she's just got, like, both sides of her saddlebags just overloaded in apples and a giant bucket on her back, she is just, like, crawling away trying to get free of this whole apple situation yeah she, does... she didn't want one apple she doesn't <laughs> want all these apples yeah why do you like her saddlebags are dragging on the ground and like i guess she is smiling as she walks away which is like yeah there we go that's better but like it uh... the smile to me definitely struck more as a like oh no if i smile and walk away they'll not <laughs> put more apples on me i'm yeah, just gonna go it is equally or at least as possible to read this as Please leave me alone. I'm going to leave now. Please stop giving me apples. Yeah. Either then, way, it is not a good arrangement for anyone involved. Yeah. Uh, and then Applejack's like, ah, kind of takes Apple Bloom aside, like, look here, little sis. And I immediately thought, oh, I used to be one of those. Mm. I used to be little and sis. Ah, uh, the worst. Now I'm neither of those. Character growth. Yeah. And also, yeah. I'm physically larger than now. Uh, I have to admit, okay, I actually do miss being little. That was, that was nice. Yeah. I mean... I liked being, like, five feet tall as human rather than six feet tall as human. Although now, I am one of the smaller horses around, so that is nice. Yeah. You are my little pony, dear. Uh, I mean, and yeah. if you're, next time you want to feel small, dear, I'm sure that could be arranged. Oh, oh no. Are we going to have to get some more of that poison joke? No, we can if you want to, dear. I was just going to terror over you and, you know, call you my little pony more. Oh, that's probably much easier on the structure. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, if we wanted to do that, we really should have gotten, like, one of them roll-em-up garage doors or something, so, like, you know, we'd have to take a while out every time I get poison joked. Um, but would it work the same way? I'd imagine the poison joke would, would insist on doing it in a way that isn't what we want, because oh, then a, it's not the joke. That's a good point. It's not really a prank if you know what's going to happen and you want it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it, it seems better to just... To just have you towering over me. That seems like a much better arrangement to me. I agree, dear. Uh, ah. Yeah, ah, so... good. Yeah, so Applejack's like, Apple Bloom, you should probably leave. Uh, you're not really helping, and frankly, you've made things worse. She says it in, like, nicer terms than that, but she's like, why don't you go play with Twist? And then, yeah, um, like go, Yeah, go hang out with Twist, and or, or, like, go home. Don't do this thing you're doing right now. You are not helping. And then, uh, Apple Bloom, uh... Gives this a uh, tennis racket back to the uh, tennis pony. Not quite. Like Apple Bloom starts arguing, yeah. and then the tennis pony's like, "Who's been using my racket?" 
And then mm. she's like, oh, yeah, no, I probably should leave, actually. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Which, like, I have no idea who this racket pony is, but he, like, had a pretty particular outfit and, like, sideburns and stuff. Yeah, no, yeah, so, uh, a quick lookup suggests his name is Ace Point, uh, which he is not named in the show, but, like, the toys and such they sell of him have the name. Uh, uh-huh. he had, he's wearing shorts, like, pants, and, like, mm-hmm. a sweatband around exactly one hoof, a headband, like, a sweatband, and, um, he's got, like, you know, hair, like, kind of a, a horse bullet situation, and sideburns that kind of go all mutton chop and turn into a mustache. Like, he's got... It's a real bad look. Yeah, he's got, like, kind of cream-colored fur, a little bit of chest fluff, which is, I would say, it doesn't look as good on him as it does on me. And, uh... Correct. Uh... I've never, you don't see a lot of ponies with facial hair like this, and, because it goes from his hair, like, he's got yeah. kind of cream-colored coat, a- and then this kind of darker brown streak goes from his hair down along his chin, and then curves up on top of his mouth and under his nose. Like, it's a, oh, um, oh, there was, oh, God, uh, there uh, was the, the the TV show that was on for a while of, like, a, a dad and two sons who like made like chopper bikes a lot. Yeah, and the dad's facial hair is exactly this. Yeah, and it's he, the worst thing. Yeah, he's got handle a handlebar mustache that connects to his mutton chops. Yeah, it's American Chopper is the one you were thinking of. I think yes, that or like Orange County Chopper. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. It's a fu- is is he a reference to someone or did they just make this horrible this horrible pony into existence? Like See, I, I used to think he was like a a reference, like a specific tennis player. Yeah, same. I I guess this is just the I don't know, but the, the I, Jungian ideal of a shitty tennis player. Yeah, like that's the weird thing, right? You'd think that like, uh, you would think he'd be like the way he's dressed and like drawn as a reference to something, but not that I can tell. Baffling. Mm-hmm. Though I am yeah. warning that uh uh. His chest fluff used to be chest hair that was deemed too human. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Little too human, I think. Yeah. Don't like it. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Art director so-and-so said that the script called for a rather unimpressed tennis pony, so he thought it'd be funny to go in a 70s slash Royal Tenenbaums kind of direction. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's definitely the vibe they went. I don't like it, but it's what they went with. Yep, that... Yeah, sure. They played tennis okay. in the 70s, fair enough. Yeah. See, we have a very good 80s horse and a very bad 70s horse in this episode. Ah, uh, that bad 70s horse show. <laughs> uh, uh, anyways, Apple Bloom goes off to see Twist, and, uh, she gets bullied again, I think. Yes, uh, a- Apple Bloom's like, okay, maybe we can go to the party, because, like, we both got blank flanks, and Twist is like, uh, about that. And she, like, opens the door, because, like, you know, she's got the little half door thing, opens the bottom half, and, like, shows off that she's got, like, twin candy cane yeah, cutie mark thing going on. Yeah, two candy canes kind of cross in such a way that they make a heart. It's pretty cute. Yeah. Uh, and, and like, she's like, oh, look at my cool cutie mark. And Ap- Apple Bloom's like, uh, yeah, it's a cool cutie mark, all right. Yeah. And you can tell Twist is like, ah, I feel kind of oh, bad fuck. about this. Uh I am very excited for this thing, but also, oh damn, I'm sorry. I've I've hurt my friend by, with my excitement. Yeah, I realize this is kind of rubbing salt in your wound there. And then 
then Dom and Tiara and Silver Spoon show up and are just even more assholes than before. Yeah, they're rude about it, and there's a line here I want to put a pin in, which is like, they're carrying a box, like a, a wrapped a wrapped gift box, and they say something like, mm. oh, Diamond Tiara, that outfit is going to look great on you at your cute Senyera. It's going to really show off your cutie mark. When we see her later, yeah. the, act- the outfit actively hides her cutie mark. You cannot see her cutie mark while she's wearing it. Yeah, I was really baffled by the fact both of them are wearing, like, weird saddle outfits that are, like, not showing cutie marks at all. Those yeah. cutie marks are just gone under there. Yeah, like, I'll admit I've I don't, I've never had a horse party like this for several reasons, but, like, mm-hmm. it seems like if you're at a party where, like, I don't know, it seems like if you had a fresh tattoo party or whatever, people would want to see the tattoo, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, if you're, if you're, you're having your cutie mark half party, it seems like people are going to want to see your cutie mark, right? Yeah, 100%. Or, or, yeah, I don't know, maybe you, like, I don't know, maybe there's, like, a, you it's like a birthday where you're like, you blow out the candles and then you show off your mark then. That seems weird. It feels weird to make people take their clothes off at their own party. I, I mean, unless they're, like, consenting to it and, and yeah. that's, like, depends on the kind of party, but these yeah. kids should not be at that kind of party whatsoever. Well, to be clear, like, it wouldn't be that weird because, like, they're ponies. It's normal for them to be naked. Yes. Uh, uh, so the thing is, my brain, like, you went to, like, birthday parties and stuff and my brain went to, like, this is a metaphor for puberty. Yeah. Which is like, okay, cool. We're going to have a big party and invite all your friends for the fact you have a period now. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Show off the fact you've got a period. Yeah. That's not concerning uh, at all. Look, it's a, it is a coming of age ritual. They're very common. Uh, mm. and it happens all over the place. Yeah. Just like the vibes and, and the, the, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like especially after Applejack and Apple Bloom's conversation in the in the orchard before the whole apple selling thing that was like being a late bloomer. Yeah, like it was very much like a uh, uh, period talk, not yeah, not like becoming a teen talk. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, all my friends have pubes and I don't. Exactly. Uh <laughs> God, it's really really weird to think about the concept of uh of someone knowing if their friends do or do not have pubes i'm led to believe this is the thing teenage boys like brag about no one i ever knew but i've seen like i know at least teen comedies and such that would or you know awkward kid coming of age stories that would suggest it or at least like that like kids are insecure about having one or not having one i guess i don't know i don't know like you could call it you could you could substitute having a beard or a mustache or your voice changing or any number of other Things yeah. we associate with the physical process of maturing into adult that we associate with mm-hmm. puberty. Again, again, just like the conversation in the orchard was very specifically period talk. Yeah, and the rest, the rest of it's been much more vague. But yeah, it's it's hard for me to not draw that parallel in my brain anymore. Yeah, uh, a theory: if uh, if getting your cutie mark is pony puberty, uh, and HRT makes you go through a second puberty. Hormone, hormone therapy could change your cutie mark. Thank you. Yes, correct. Uh, I, I was assigned uh, being good at candy making at birth, but now I'm really into having sex with guitars. I couldn't think of a second horse talent, to be honest. Now I'm a marine biologist. There we go. Yeah, I guess the other question, a uh, flip side of that is like maybe the 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 cutie mark doesn't like actually like what your cutie mark is doesn't make sense to you until you've taken HRT. 
Yeah. Does that, or you mm. re or like they can be pretty metaphorical. You reinterpret yeah. it. Yeah. Oh man, is is Shirley trans? Like, is that part of why her, her cutie mark is so like metaphorically forced? Is originally she was assigned assigned uh i like i want to say assigned mare at birth but that's the wrong way around <laughs> yeah uh, asab uh, but like we, yeah. we we see her in baby mode like yeah uh yeah i don't know it's a this is a weird episode <laughs> yeah all right. so anyway all right, all right, after I, the teasing yeah we're, we're gonna get to what like my favorite joke of the episode which is like mm-hmm. Apple Bloom is like sulking in the middle of town. She's like sitting on this little hill. She's like, you know, sad and upset. And Rainbow it's very cute and also sad. Yeah. Rainbow Dash takes her head down. She's like, well, hey there. Why are you hanging out of this dark cloud? Let me handle that for you. We pull back and Rainbow Dash's head is taken out of a literal giant dark cloud. <laughs> like directly over Apple Bloom. It, yeah. it was very good. It, like it, it was really good. It got a good laugh out of me. So it, it does raise a question, though. Do upset ponies if they're upset enough do they just generate a dark cloud over them like this or did did rainbow dash in her wonderful bimbo energy brain make this dark cloud drag it down just for the joke to try and cheer up apple bloom <laughs> uh i really like that second interpretation i i really like the idea that rainbow dash would do this it's kind of like um uh it's good. It's good. Yeah, like, oh, this pony's upset. I'm gonna go make a dark cloud, like, sneak it over them, so I can, like, make a joke out of helping trying to get them out of their bad mood. Like, yeah. it's, it's, like, it's a very caring Rainbow Dash. It's nice to see. Yeah, yeah. If if I was in a funk, there's a, some kind of chance this would help. It would depend on the issue, but, you know, it's a good effort. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this, this is kind of like, I think, the first step of this, the running bit in this episode where... Someone asks Apple Bloom what's wrong, like an adult who doesn't know what the problem is yet. And Apple Bloom mm-hmm. recaps it really quickly. The entire thing with Diamond Tiara and how everyone else has a cutie mark, but she doesn't. And then it kind of ends on, she's, she's speaking really quickly, and then it ends on, but I want it now! Yeah, it's really good, because like, the, I think Shirley ends up doing it twice. But like, both times, it's... The entire, like, rundown of the plot up to this point yeah. is one breath, and then just, like, a deep inhale, and then a, a, and I want it now. Yeah, I I want to say she does it three times, like, she does it with Rainbow Dash, then Pinkie Pie, then Twilight. Oh, that's right, she does do it with Pinkie Pie. Yeah. Okay. Maybe she, or maybe she doesn't do it with Pinkie Pie, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, I think Pinkie, Pinkie Pie just comes across her being sad, it's like, hey, uh, I think Pinkie Pie, like, gets what's happening, but she doesn't, yeah. I don't think Apple Boom tells her. Uh, Again, Pinkie Pie can just yeah. see through the fourth wall. She just knows the plot. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, Pinkie Pie does just, like, walk up to random children and say, Hey, you want to make some cupcakes? That's Dad- not concerning at all. I mean, I'll be honest. If Pinkie Pie invited me to help make cupcakes, I probably would. I think it would be... I don't know. I miss bacon, kind of. Yeah. You used to do it back when I had fingers. Yeah. Um, <sighs> I guess I could bake here. We, but before we get to Pinkie Pie, we do have to talk about... Yeah rainbow a bit more yeah so rainbow rainbow dash is like you know i was the first pony in my class to get my cutie mark because i'm really fast i'm a really fast horse who's good at things it, i could not help thinking of the fact that rainbow dash always comes first <laughs> oh rainbow dash thinks sex is a race yes 100 percent uh and she will lap you uh <laughs> oh fuck 
Okay, Rainbow Dash absolutely would like come first and then, you know, do oral to make sure you also come. I think that's good. Ah, uh, see, I was just going for Rainbow Dash will just have multiple orgasms. Okay, that's along also the way. good. Yeah. Ah. Uh, Look, Rainbow uh, Dash is a fast horse in every way you can imagine. Yeah. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, speaking of, she has a uh, this Rainbow Premature Ejaculation Dash. <laughs> uh, uh, originally, she thought her cutie mark was a motion blurred hand and jizz. Ah. <laughs> uh, oh fuck. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, well, I guess motion blurred hoof. Either way. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so, basically, Rainbow Dash's idea here is, we're just gonna try as many things as possible, so that that way, when you find the thing you're good at, you'll know and you'll get your cutie mark. Which is an just, idea just we- Just speedrun the fucking list. Which is an idea we will see later, as, uh, because this episode is where the cutie mark crusaders come from, and they will mm -hmm. continue to try pretty much this several more times. It will yeah. never work. Unfortunate for them. Which, but I guess that makes sense. Yeah, right, like, if you're trying to, like- find the thing you're good at yeah like it can help to try different things but like the the moral of the story that a apple bloom is repeatedly told is like you can't force this like mm -hmm. you know it's good to try and it's good to like earnestly engage with things but like apple bloom isn't earnestly engaging with these things right like yeah R rainbow dash is like she's all coached up she's like got the whistle and everything and she's the like headbands, yeah, the whole thing. And she's making Apple Bloom do push-ups while she explains it. It's like okay, juggling, hang gliding, flying height, this, that, the other thing, karate, which yeah. is a bit of a weird flex. Yeah, the, this like, this episode's cultural um something is all over the place. Yeah, I will say though, like aside from the kind of <clears throat> racially heavy music they used, like the actual like dojo scene they use for that like it has some really interesting design elements to it mm -hmm. i kind of actually want to see a like well handled asian city in 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 equestria yeah That'd be cool i like i don't think it's going to be a thing we see but like there's some, like actually pretty interesting artistic elements going on there yeah. which i'd like to see more of yeah show me Just... some uh pony goddess exactly uh you know they would be very racially insensitive with this show if they did that. Yeah. So it's probably a good thing we don't actually see it. Yeah. I hope. They have their hooves full with the with the uh, equivalents of real-world cultures they already have. Yeah. Uh, we haven't even yeah. gotten to the buffalo yet. Anyways. No, not yet. We keep mentioning it. I really love the idea of some listener just, like, very anxious about this buffalo episode with how much we've hyped up its... Um, uh, problems oh it's worse than the zakora i can tell you that right now anyway oh, yeah. uh so so this all happens and then it doesn't work oh. of course hmm? I, we do have to talk about the last one yeah because i'm surprised this one didn't come up earlier it is roller derby yeah so rainbow dash lesbian 100 percent confirmed mm -hmm. you cannot tell me rainbow dash is straight she suggested <laughs> roller derby ah uh. the most lesbian sport in existence correct Ah, uh, uh, yeah. I don't want to try roller skating again. Well, if we do eighties night, I think those two dovetail nicely. Yeah, eighties horse night. Yeah. Um, afterwards we get to see uh, Rainbow like checking over her list of of options and like so engrossed in this she doesn't even notice uh, Diamond Tiara and Silver Spoon being shitty to Apple Bloom in the background. Yeah, it's like, oh damn! Can you imagine not being special? That would suck. Imagine. 
imagine if you were the only person who wasn't special, which, mind you, if you're the only person who's not special, that means you are special because you're the only person like you. But regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are. You, yeah. Uh, That's a whole bit. I, I, I realize that, like, when you're being bullied, like, reasoning your way out of it with math isn't going to help. Yeah. It never does. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can say mean things, and you have more money than I do, and you're rude to me constantly, and the teacher doesn't do anything about that. But, check out this proof by induction. <laughs> I mean, as a hypnodom, a proof by induction means something else, but regardless. Yes. Uh, yeah, this is when, when Pinkie Pie comes in and is like, ah, oh, you know what you need? You need to see if you, if your special talent is eating cupcakes with me. Yeah. And then Apple was like, well, coach, you've been great to me. I've learned a lot, but I'm going to go see what Pinkie Pie is all about. And like Rainbow Dash looks actually a little hurt by this. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't you be? Yeah. Like flip side, also, like we did just try a lot of shit and it didn't work out. And like someone else is uh, willing to step up and take a little bit of that emotional labor off your hands. Yeah. Like at some level, I think Rainbow Dash, once she's, you know, head five minutes to step away from the from from apple bloom she'll, she'll be better about it but like yeah definitely in the moment that hurts yeah it hurts a little bit uh yeah and then after as you said afterwards it's like wait a minute now i can stop being a coach i had other stuff i was gonna do today yeah i i, I had shit i was doing yeah but I, like stopped to ask this pony what's up and then spent the rest of my day trying to coach her how to get her cutie mark yeah uh, uh yeah. yeah and then but pinkie pie's like well i don't have any cupcakes but we can make some and you can help me. Yeah. And that, uh, we get another pretty good song. Yeah. The the baking song's pretty good. Yeah. I got- I'm glad you mentioned Friendship is Witchcraft. Yeah. Because, um, this exact scene gets reused in Friendship is Witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Pinkie Pie trying to bake a portal into hell to getting her parents back. Because she was in an orphanage a, in a, yeah. as a kid in Friendship. Yeah. Pinkie Pie is very edgy and does say the G slur a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's a shame because like the the song about a tambourine from Friendship's Witchcraft is like one of my absolute favorites from way back then. Like just songs in general. And God, does it just use the G slur a lot. Mm. Very upsetting. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I've. This song was another one where, like, I just started immediately singing along. Like, it's... This one's burned mm-hmm. into my brain mostly because I watched a lot of the... There's a TF2 version of it where it's the same song, except, like, they dub in the Heavy's voice line, so it's... They're making oh, sandwich. Oh, very good. Oh, very good. Sandwich, sandwich, sandwich. Ah. Uh, yeah. The Heavy's a good lad. Yeah. And a teaspoon of bologna. Ah. Uh, ah. <laughs> uh, uh, fuck. It, it's good. And then, mm-hmm. uh... So this all happens, and uh, Apple Bloom is not good at this. She keeps making these, like, hard, charred, like, black chunks uh, that... Yeah. Uh, yeah, they they get down, and, like, Pinkie Pie starts eating one. Apple Bloom's like, are you sure? But, like, uh, but you can tell she's like, she's like, I'm not going to eat that. She sees Pinkie Pie eat one. She's like, maybe they're okay. And then Pinkie Pie is like, as soon as Apple Bloom takes a bite of one, Pinkie Pie's like, oh, that tastes terrible. Why did I do that? Oh, no, it, it's... Pinkie Pie just eats them, like... Pinkie Pie's fine with them. Oh, she enough. even offers some to Twilight. It's yeah. just like Apple Bloom takes one bite and just like spits it out yeah. and doesn't eat any. Yeah, they are, these are charcoal briquettes that Pinkie Pie is yeah. eating. They crunch like them. They are not good. These are baked yeah, bags. Which is 
funny. Right? We had the Baked Bads episode earlier. Yeah. And, like, Pinkie Pie had the thing about, like, being the royal taste tester for Celestia showing up. But, like, nah, Pinkie Pie's being me, eating, like, shitty nothing because I can barely taste anything. And before anyone asks, nah, this is not involving some sort of, uh sickness that may or may not be happening in the human world that we are not aware of this has just been me my entire fucking life mm-hmm. so the most relatable thing i know with pinkie pie is looking at like cupcakes that are technically edible and being like yeah fuck it i'll have that yeah i i am that person as long as it tastes decently okay i will eat it yeah, pinkie pie is a i think pinkie pie just likes baked goods no matter like yeah if they're good hell yeah but like she's just not super mm-hmm. picky yeah. And, uh, you know, get on her. And then... Yeah. I, I feel seen by Pinkie Pie, yeah. which is not a sentence I like saying, but uh, it's good in this context. I should make sure the blinds are drawn. Yeah. Uh, anyways. And then, during all the kerfuffle, uh, Apple Bloom got some flour on her flank, and she thinks that's her cutie mm-hmm. mark. She's like, ooh, what could it be? And then she, like, sees, like, a bunch of different things it could possibly be. And then Pinkie Pie's like, no, it's flour. Did I win? I won. I won the guessing game. What's what are we gonna play next? Please, Which like, please say bingo. Please say bingo. Oh god. How do you play I mean, bingo with two people, Pinkie Pie? It doesn't seem very fun. It, yeah, I mean, you can play bingo with one person. It's yeah. just the worst experience you can do. Yeah, it's it's just like looking at numbers and like target that's off on a grid. Bingo is fun when like you're playing for prizes. Yeah. Uh gambling, making it fun. Ugh. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah. yeah, and then that happens. Yeah, and then Twilight shows up, and uh, Apple Bloom again breathlessly recaps the plot of the episode up until now. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that that uh, Twilight's response is, "I don't follow," but it's not, "I don't follow what you said." It's, "I don't follow what you want from me." Yeah, which was actually a pretty good joke. Yeah, like, what do you want me to do? Like, I that sucks. I'm sorry, but like, yeah, I. Yeah, you're you're. By... I do not want to do puberty magic on you, small child. Yeah, and please it... do not make me do puberty magic on you. Yeah, and like, Apple Bloom's like, can you use your magic to give me a cutie mark? And Twilight's like, that's impossible. Apple Bloom's like, oh, come on, can you try that? Twilight tries, and she like tries several times to zap a cutie mark onto Apple Bloom's flank, and it just does not take. And she's like, Twilight is like winded by this, like she's exhausted, and she's like, I told yeah. you, like it doesn't work. Not even magic can make a cutie mark show up before it's time. Yeah, and, like, I kind of appreciate that Twilight just realized, like, she could argue with Apple Bloom for ages, or she could just, like, give her honest try to do the damn thing yeah. and just show that it doesn't work, and she does that instead. Like, again, when episodes aren't about Twilight being incompetent in social situations, she's extremely competent in social situations. Yeah, it's good to, like, I don't know, see an adult, like, earnestly engaging with a child like this, instead of just saying, yeah, yeah. But no, of course that wouldn't work, you child, why don't you take my word for it? And that's good. Yeah. I appreciate that she, like, you know, indulges Apple Bloom and, like, demonstrates this to her, and is like, I, it's, like, this won't work, I, but, you know, I can also see why you wouldn't accept that if you were just told it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it's- Adults lie to children all the time, it's reasonable for her to, like, want proof or verification. Yeah, exactly. Especially after, like, uh, previous adults have, like, tried to help. Having Twilight just say no is not going to be useful in the situation. Yeah. And then, you know, pretty much right after this happens, uh, oh, the, the 
the party is here. It was at Sugar Cube Quarter, and, tw- and Apple Bloom is like, ah, how can I forget what time it was? And also that it was at Sugar Cube Quarter, and also that Pinkie Pie was hosting it. Yeah, like, I love that it's just like, oh, no, I don't want to go to this party. I'm going to be the only one at this party with no, like, cutie mark. That's going to fucking suck. I don't want to go to this party. And she walks into the party. Yeah, it was really it's good. It's very good. Yeah. Ah, jeez, how could I have forgot that this happened? Yeah, how could I have forgotten all the very important information that I was told earlier? Yeah, off screen, mind you. Yeah. Uh, and, I don't know, the thing I, the first thing I noticed was that, like, there were a lot of adults at this child's birthday, which I realized we were two of them. But also, yeah, this is a child's birthday. It's reasonable to have adults that are supervising. And also, like, if you ask Pinkie Pie to, like, throw a party, she's going to invite every pony she can. Like, yeah, I, I suspect, especially if, like, this is some rich kid's birthday party. And, like, you know, this is also an opportunity for the dad to show off or whatever. Mm-hmm. That, that's fine to me. Uh, so we get an interesting stealth sequence, basically, <laughs> of tactical horse of- action. <laughs> Right? Of Apple Bloom uh, trying various things to first hide uh, and then sneak her way out the door. Notably, notably, one of the things she tries to hide behind is a arrangement of balloons. Yeah. In which a unicorn with, like, a safety pin that is open as his cutie mark, so, like, not safe safety pin, is just dancing around with his eyes closed and his horn is just, like, popping all these balloons is that this guy's special talent? Is that he has an extremely sharp horn? I Yeah, I assumed his special talent was popping things, to be honest. What a very specific and strange talent. This has to be a fetish, right? <laughs> that has to be a fetish thing? I mean, the guy's into inflation. What's your point? Uh, that's, I mean, he seems to be more into deflation. Into into uh, rapid deflation fetish. I mean, that's also a thing, right? Like, some people... yeah. Some people, the best part of the inflation is is the pop at the end. It's like a balloon orgasm. Ah, uh, a, a ballgasm? Wait, uh, no, shit. A ballorgasm. Oh, I don't like that one at all. Uh, and then there, but, there's also this whole thing with, um... There's also this whole thing, like, uh... Apple's trying to hide behind the cake, and then... Stales just takes this gigantic bite out of the side of the cake. And Diamond Chara, like... Runs up and gets bad at him because, admittedly, like, I'm kind of on her side here. She's bad because I'm supposed to have the first bite of cake. I would be more mad that he just, like, he takes a bite, he eats, like, almost half the cake in one bite without cutting it. Okay, but, like, that seems to just be a thing at Sugar Cube Corner, that people just take giant bites out of cakes. Like, Spike did it, Pinkie Pie's done it multiple times, Snails just did it. Like, every time we've actually seen people eating cake at this place they just take bites directly out of the cake it's and every pony around them is always upset by it why does it keep happening <laughs> uh keep it under a dish or something so, right uh so i i've consulted by horse base and this guy's name is name is either royal pin or pin prick uh his cutie either of those are very good yeah his cutie mark varies between quote a safety pin an hourglass three chess pieces and a horseshoe so i think he's just like some background pony they you know they use yeah speaking of background ponies i i was paying some very close attention after i noticed something uh at the party which is um kind of at the start of the soul speakings and stuff uh apple bloom noticed people walking in the front door one of which is an adult okay cool uh one of which is a uh uh like philly unicorn with no fucking cutie mark 
we have a guy showing up with no cutie mark. She is not the only blank flank here. Yep, and that's before we get to the big reveal. There are, in fact, two other named plot-relevant blank flanks here. Oh, also, because, again, keeping my eye on the background for a lot of this stuff, um, there was, uh, like, Bubble Wrap was there, but she had, like, a note for it. Um, she had, like, Rainbow Dash's cutie mark. Huh. Yeah. Fast like, Right? It was definitely bubble wrap, like, same color, same hair and everything. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think even the same eye color. It's kind of hard to tell. She was in the, like, way in the back and wasn't, like, a very, like, it was a pretty quick flash. But, like, it was definitely, like, cloud and maybe some color of lightning bolt-ish thing going on on her flank. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was weird. Yeah. Some, uh, some merchandising stuff suggests that Royal Pin's talent is either safety, like an OSHA inspector or something, or just, like, into safety, or loves to make clothes. So I personally, huh. I personally like the idea that his special talent is popping things. Yeah, it is. It is the better one, I think. It's the better of the three options. Yeah. Uh, uh, my special talent being sharp and yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah it, was a, it was a blue Pegasus walking door. I made a note. Yeah. And we all, it's important later. Yeah. We all, and then when Apple Blue Mike goes and hides under a table, uh, that mm-hmm. table with punch bowl on it, and Barry Punch just like. Sticks her head in the punch bowl and does a big slurp, even though there are cups right there. I'm assuming this is where the joke of Barry Punch being like a drunkard comes from. Is this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's it's certainly a good place for it to start. It in retrospect, it's weird that her name is Barry Punch when her cutie marks clearly some grapes. But regardless, I mean, sometimes it's a bunch of like fruit, and sometimes it's just grapes. Yeah. It's a little, it's a little vague. Yeah. Hey, could you like disambiguate your cutie bark for me, ma'am? No. Can, can you can you ask your butt to make up its mind? Right. Because uh. Uh, also in this, one of the ponies she passes is a uh, teal unicorn kid with no fucking cutie mark. So there are now three blank flanks we've seen on screen, including Apple Bloom. Yeah. Please continue. Yep. And uh. Long story short, Apple Bloom kind of leaves a safety under this table and immediately runs into... She almost gets out the door and runs directly into Applejack. Yeah, who's like, oh, dang, I didn't know you were going to show up. And then Applejack, like, brings her back into the party, of course. Mm -hmm. And uh, at some point in all this, Apple Bloom, like, grabs the sheet off of the the punch table and makes a little piece of clothing out of it. She does let... Yeah. She does the tablecloth trick perfectly, by the way. She, like, does not move the punch bowler glasses at all. Yeah, like, damn, that's that's a kind of special talent right there. Yeah. Because <laughs> mm. uh. uh, I, I have seen some art from future seasons where, like, the, the Cutie Mark Crusaders, like, we haven't even met the other two yet, mm-hmm. but, like, they have Cutie Marks eventually. Like, they get them. Yeah. Uh, I hope that... At- Apple Blooms has something to do with, like, stage magician bullshit. I really do. That that would be much better. I think it's... I can tell you what they are. They're not really all that good. I, I would rather... Like, I, I remember that I've seen that they exist, but I would rather experience them fresh. Fair rather enough. than have it spoiled what they end up actually Fair having. Enough. There's also a lot of fan work out there of, like, people speculating on what their Kinobars would be before you know, they were revealed in okay. canon. Alright, um, maybe maybe I saw one of those. I I, I want to find out yeah. in the minute yeah. that they happen. Yeah. 
Yeah, like, yep, I think that's Dinky Doo, like, is there with no cutie mark. And, like, no one's weird about her. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so Apple makes herself a little dress, and then Diamond Tiara and Silver Spoon show up to bully her. And Apple Blue's like, oh, I actually did get my cutie mark. It's just so really super good that it would upstage your cutie mark. It's, and I want to do that. Yeah, it's your party. Which, again, like, mind you, Diamond Tiara, despite talking about her outfit earlier, you cannot see her or Silver Spoon's cutie mark. And I'd also like to point out, this fucking bluff works. Yeah. Like, Diamond Tiara's like, yeah, yeah, you know what, yeah, keep your cutie mark covered, though. Yeah, Di- Diamond Tiara 100% believes this. Which, I mean, again, children will believe things when you, t- when you lie to them. That's one of the things about children. Uh, uh today, Graceful Sparks, important information. <laughs> Our letter to Princess Celestia says, you can lie to kids uh, and they will believe you. Yeah. Mind you, when I say can, I mean it is possible to. Yeah. I know. Have, haven't we all been in a situation where, like, I don't know, another kid tells you this preposterous story, but you believe it because you're also a child and you don't know very much? Like, Oops yeah. Among Us has not heard, and at least believe for a second the idea that, I don't know, you can get Mew by pushing that truck in Pokemon Yellow or whatever. Or Oh, yeah. Yeah, stuff like that, right? Children lie to each other mm-hmm. all the time, and, you know... I sometimes uh, the believe Nintendo it. Nintendo 65. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> Apple Bloob's uncle works at Horse Tendo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> horse Tendo? It's like chicken tendies, but a horse? <laughs> uh, my uncle works at Horse Tendies, and he says they're coming out with a new shape next year. <laughs> right? Weird blob, too. <laughs> Hypercube. Uh... Uh, uh, rotate that in your mind. You can't. It's a hypercube. Good fucking luck. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they believe this, and then Apple Bloom immediately, like, trips over her dress and, uh, puts her blank flag on full display for everyone. It works, but- Because she also runs into the record table, like, yeah. the record player, like, so it also does, like, record scratch into her ass just way in the air. Yeah, so now everyone is looking at her when this happens. Yeah. And- yeah, Diamond Tiara and Silver Spoon get in some more jabs, and some of the adults in the room join in the laughter now. Yeah, which is fucked up. Real fucked up, guys. Yeah, like... Uh... But, uh, luckily, Sweetie Belle and Scootaloo were hiding under a different punch bowl table, I guess? Or the same one, possibly, and just no one noticed. Right? I love that it's just like these two showed up to the party and were hiding under the table the entire time, just like Apple Bloom was. But as soon as they're like, wait a second, there's two of us here and another another blank flank's getting harassed. Fuck it. We're going to stand up against these assholes. Which, like, I can maybe see why Sweetie Belle would be here if, like, Rarity wanted her to go. Though Rarity isn't here. So Rarity does not appear in this episode at all. And, uh, Scootaloo doesn't have parents that we know of. Like, Rainbow Dash kind of takes her under her wing, but, like, I find it difficult to believe Rainbow Dash would, like, have an opinion on whether Scootaloo goes to this party. Maybe this is before, and Scootaloo just showed up because it was it was a party kids were going to. Yeah. I, oh, no. I do, we're, gonna, we're gonna have to dig into some Scootaloo history at some point. Some Scootalore, if you will. Yeah. Like, God, it, to be fair... If there was one child in in any fictional setting that I would willingly take care of, it actually would be Scootaloo. I like Scootaloo. She's a wonderful little bean. Mm-hmm. Eh. But yeah, sorry. Good horse. And then, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and then 
basically they show up and they like you know tell they defend Apple Bloom. They tell Diamond Tara and Silver Spoon off like yeah we're blank flanks too. And then they're like, oh, but she's a blank face. She's got potential. She could be a great scientist or a great writer or even mayor of Ponyville, which is by far the least impressive of the four things they named. Yeah. Notably, um, the, the, like, of the ponies listing, some of them, like, a lot of the other kids are like, oh, maybe, maybe I got a point. But, like, Twist is right up front with a giant grin. Like, she's like, yeah, fuck yes. Yes. I love my friends getting support. This is good, actually. Yeah. Why, why aren't you helping, Twist? Because... Uh, because cause I, if if my memory of this shows it and then go by, this is the only time we see her, and she just kind of stops existing after this. We see her later a little bit, but this is, I think, the most anyone will ever care about Twist. Which yeah. is a shame, because I always liked her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then this all happens, and then at this point I realize, wait, so Apple Bloom, Sweet... Apple Bloom has never met neither Squeedy Bell nor Scootaloo. They're clearly not in mm-hmm. our class at the start, but we will see them going to the same school later. Did Squeedy Bell and Scootaloo not go to school? Or is this like a, a morning and afternoon school thing? Like, yeah. Probably, because it is, like, that schoolhouse is small enough that it's only got one classroom in it. Yeah, it's a one-room schoolhouse, and it's just cheerily. So, like, yeah, so it probably is, like, she teaches one group of students in the morning and one group in the afternoon. Yeah, or, in, in, or, then, or an alternating days type thing or something like that, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, like, chances are the the, the Kidmark Crusaders, like, talked to her and got their classes shifted around so they could yeah. be together. Which, I mean, Shirley does seem to be the kind of teacher to care on that front. Yeah. And being cool with that. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh, hey, this kid made some friends? Hell yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. Notably... Um, were you about to talk about Twilight, or are you going to move past the fact Twilight shows up to talk to the Crusaders for a second? Uh, no, the, the thing I was going to say was, uh, I think this is a little before that. Maybe it isn't. The, the next thing on my notes is, it's like, they even kind of veer into, like, oh, but what if having a cutie mark is bad, actually? Like, Pony's like, oh, I rushed into getting a cutie mark, or, like, maybe I should have been a blank flank for longer, but, like... Yeah, that's, that's right after the thing I okay, want to talk about. Okay, all right, go about. ahead, go ahead. Because, yeah, like... When they're having the whole, like, uh, being a blank flank means you're full of potential. Like, the blank flank just means that you're, you know, the fool tarot card. Yeah. Um, Like, Twilight walks up and is like, oh, I'm so proud of you for, like, realizing this stuff. Like, it's good. Like, you, like you'll like you get your cute marks whenever you're ready. And, like, front and center while she's talking is another blank <laughs> flank pet, like, unicorn. There are two blank flank unicorns and a blank flank pegasus here in this party that were, like, visible on screen. Uh, I don't think anyone told the the animators that, like, what the episode was about, or, like, whoever was in charge of the background ponies. Yeah, we just have another Cutie Mark Crusader trio that probably, like, just make their own gang to hang out with that we never find out about. Yeah. But yeah, no, there, the, there is definitely also the kid who makes who has the sentence of, maybe I got my Cutie Mark too but, soon. But, like, it's, which, like, it's weird because it's not something you have any control over, right? Like, the episode made yeah, very like, clear that, like, it's not like, it's not something you can rush into. It is by definition not something you can rush into. Like the only thing I can think of is if we're leaning really heavily into the pu- like puberty metaphor, and this pony realized they trans, and <laughs> oh no, I got my I got my puberty too soon. I I I uh, I should have got on hormone blockers sooner. Uh, I should have got on hormone like, blockers, right? Like I mean, look, they're like what fucking six or whatever. Yeah age group these kids are supposed to be representing a bit older than that mm-hmm. still like they're preteen get yeah get this kid some hormones let them figure out their yeah. life it's fine their body will develop if they decide to stop yeah uh, whatever. Like, depending on how 
you know, yeah, these kids are at the cusp of teenagehood. Like, if we were supposed to take the fact that this is supposed to be a quinceanera, literally, then they're, then Daimachiara is 15 or thereabouts, which seems a little on the old side. They seem like they're definitely, yeah. like, preteens or, you know, yeah. maybe horse 13 at the oldest. But even that seems a little old. Mm-hmm. There's definitely written as children. Yeah, ambiguously children. Yeah. Like, yeah, like the, the two horse age groups are child and adult. Yeah. And we don't, I'm sure we see teen ponies at some point, but I don't think for a while. I mean, mm-hmm. we kind of saw a teen cheerily, but even then, I think she was more of an adult then. She was a, a young adult then. Yeah, it, it, it feels like it's just going to be one day they're uh, t- like tiny little beans with adorable marshmallow legs. And then they wake up the next day and they're just full sized adult ponies. Mm-hmm. And no one questions what happens in the intervening time. Yeah. Uh, you, you spend a, a big horse chrysalis. Not yeah. not the horse chrysalis and the changeling queen we'll meet later, but... um, Ah. Uh, right. That's a thing. Hmm. No, it's, just, it's just like the, the Elements of Harmony flash of color. Or like when Twilight put on her her, uh, her, her organization vest. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> a flash of color and... and, and like you just you just a flashbang just drops out of your mouth and then you're an adult. Yeah. You know, the normal way to go through puberty. Yeah, it's it's like being a sim where like on your on the special day, uh you just kinda like spin around really fast and some confetti happens and boom, adult. Done. Yeah, perfect. Uh that's how it happens. Yeah. Don't add us. You know how hard it is to draw to draw a horse growing up? It's hard. Yeah. Tell me about it. Uh and anyways, we we kind of cut to the Kingdom Hearts Crusaders, like, talking to each other and, like, coming up with a name for the little group. And they, they ban, they ban him around. Uh, Scootaloo's line here, I'm liking this idea. That came up a lot. That was a pretty common, like, phrase in the fandom, often paired with that picture of Scootaloo. I mean, it's a, it's a good line. Yeah. Like, it's, uh, it's close to how I talk now. Yeah. And not entire, like, definitely not influenced by... By Swedenfell having said it, just like, that's just a thing I say yeah, sometimes. For, yeah, well, for one thing, Scootaloo said it, but yes. Right, yes, sorry, thank you. I, I have forgotten which of the three, like, adorable polycule to be <laughs> it was that said it. Yeah. Because, like, gah, it's very adorable. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I, I remember the first time around, like, not really liking the Cutie Mark Crusaders too much, so I'll be interested to see if I like them more this time around. Yeah, I'm... Trying to hold judgment until the hair metal episode again. Uh, I remember liking that one at least. I I remember cringe. It was so cr- like I thought it was so cringe when I watched it the first time. That was before that was even like a popular <laughs> word to use. I was just like, oh, this hurts. I'm like, I'm oh, my body is is collapsing in on itself. Uh, I am so embarrassed for these ponies. See, I thought it was, but no, I, I, think, I remember liking it. I I thought that was a high point for the Cutie Mark Crusaders. So it'll be interesting to get back to it. Yeah. I, I think my opinion will have changed a lot. Like, I th- I think I'm going to like it, mm-hmm. but I remember hating it at the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm waiting for us to get there, and then I'm going to tr- have my, like, real opinions on yeah. the Crusaders, I think. Mm-hmm. Understandable. Because we will be seeing more of the Crusaders, dear listener. If you haven't figured it out yes. yet, we will be seeing quite a bit of these horses. Welcome to the secondary main three that are not the main six. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of the other, like... Larger group of horses. The other group of horses we will be following around. If this was an 80s sitcom, you know as fuck these horses would get, like, a three-season spinoff. Oh, absolutely. Uh, th- these are, this is, like, the Frasier of horse, if you're keeping track at home. Yeah. Th- this is the Frasier to the horse to pony cheers. 
Mm-hmm. I don't think that cleared anything up for anyone, but here we are. Um, it made it more confusing for me, but uh, I'll take it. <laughs> Happy to help. Mm. That's a portmanteau of horse and help. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. Uh, oh. Got him. Spark. Yes, beans. No, you're not allowed to make jokes like that. Ah. I mean, no, it's fine. It's very good. Damn actually. right, I'm the best. Uh, and, and, the best in the biz. Yeah, anyways, uh, uh, I think it's Apple Bloom that suggests. Well, what about the Cutie Mark Crusaders? And then they all like that one. And then, yeah. can I just say, like, uh, Applejack's been the driving factor of some of the racism in the Zakura episode, mm-hmm. and like, the Apple family has kind of consistently been like kind of Southern coded. Yeah. So having the person from the Apple family recommend Crusaders mm. as the name for the group has some vibes i don't think the show thought about at the time but here we are living in it to to apple bloom's credit she pretty good she was the one who like hey let's not be racist she was yeah that's fair that doesn't uh, uh, anyways there's loaded terms going on here and yeah i'm just gonna acknowledge it now so we don't need to acknowledge it later yeah yeah good call good call uh And uh, so they have this whole thing where like Scootaloo tries to eat a cupcake. Apple was like, "No, no, that's don't eat that." Because there's trust me, don't do that yep. one. And uh, then they have some cookies, and uh, you know they all start enjoying themselves. And Twilight's letter to Celestia, uh, it includes the phrase "one of your youngest subjects," which creeps me the heck out. Yeah, I mean it's it's not inaccurate. It, it like uh, do we ever actually see like baby baby ponies yeah we, we saw one in this episode where we saw that picture cheerily showed of herself yeah but like she was like the age of her students then i thought i thought it was like her when she had been born right like that was the idea i guess either way like it, it's technically correct that yes it, it, uh, apple bloom is in the tiny marshmallow state rather than the full-grown marshmallow state so she is one of the youngest subjects that is fair it's concerning but accurate yeah like, I don't know, maybe it's just, like, the part of my brain that's an anti-monarchist, just like, eh. Whatever you, whatever you say, Princess Graceful Look, Spark. that's a sex thing. Okay, that's fair, that's fair. Alright. Monarchist is a sex thing, anti-monarchist in every other form. Yeah. I get Yeah, you. like, look, I like to be called princess as a sex thing, or, you know, if someone just wants to call me princess, I'll, I'll take that in stride. It's, in my head, it... it corresponds to my name as well if someone says princess i will assume they're talking to or about me but yeah. like like I, I don't think i should be given any hereditary power because of it i should be given hereditary mm. power because i'm hot and i'm confident look as any good communist will tell you hierarchy is only for in the bed sheets exactly uh, uh mm. but uh this happens and then uh in, in my notes i summarized it as dear princess celestia sweetie bell apple bloom is true taught me it was okay to be weird your faithful student, <laughs> Twilight Sparkle. Uh, yeah, that's that's about co- that about covers it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we kind of get the zoom in on Celestia's cutie mark, and then boom, end of episode. Yeah, she. It's like, oh yeah, your cutie mark is special and all that, and 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 then Celestia like turns her, looks at her ass, and it's like, hmm, and the camera zooms in on that sun, and it's like, Cel- Celestia, you're the fucking sun god. Yeah, we get it. You're special. <laughs> Uh, we know you're special, Celestia. You're the fucking sun god. <laughs> uh, we don't. We don't need to see your cutie mark. It's a giant sun. 
We know. <laughs> you raise it every fucking morning. We have to find out about it. We all have to stand in the fucking town square and sing the national anthem because of it, Celestia. We have to punch allegiance to the damn sun every morning. Right? Uh, oh, boy. Admittedly, it's a pretty good message to say, sometimes the thing you think your friends are going to make fun of you for is actually like something cool and good that can bring you closer together. Mm. Which is not a bad moral. I can understand where they're coming from. Yeah, look. Being normal is for squares. Yeah. You gotta be queer or else you're just boring. Yeah. yeah, the I think the more broadly applicable moral the show is trying to do is like, hey kids, don't be afraid to like have interests and be different from the people around you. You'll find much more fulfilling friendships that way, which is correct. Good moral show, and, and it like corresponds with the text of the episode, mostly. And and the, the double duty of like, hey, puberty will happen whenever it happens. Yeah. So like assuming you're cis, just, just kind of go with it. Yeah. If you're questioning your trans, I don't know, see a therapist. I believe in you. Yeah, exactly. Look, okay, the thing is, there definitely shouldn't be someone who is dealing with, like, current puberty listening to our podcast. But if you are, and you're lying to the website about how old you are, one, we can't be held responsible for that. Two, Fucking see it there. Yeah. If you're if you're feeling some gender feels from the the stuff we've been talking about, mm -hmm. very cool of you for one. Yeah. Uh, for for another, I would love to learn how you found out about our podcast. Um, but yeah, same actually. If but somehow you're like, how did you find our podcast without like following one of us? Because we're, yes, mm. we're listed as eighteen plus. Yeah. So please don't be following us if if you aren't, and if you if. If you aren't over the age of 18 and you are following us, tell us how you found out about us on your 18th birthday, please. Mm -hmm. We don't we don't want to hear from you until then. Yeah. Yeah. Do not make us culpable in your lie. <laughs> yeah. It's cool and good to lie, but don't make us deal with that. Uh, yeah. Don't make it our problem. Mm -hmm. And that's horse, baby. That's horse. Well, I mean, mostly. Um, uh, earlier today, uh, Bubble Wrap did drop off two letters. Oh, that she did? Uh, yeah, I even pre-opened one of them for you, uh, so here you go. Well, thank you, dear. Let's see what we got here. Uh, let's see, we got one where the friend's a little wiggly, but, well, glass houses and all. Uh, <clears throat> two graceful spark and spilled beans. I look forward to visiting your cafe once it's open. Maybe we can speak directly there. I only ever seem to run into you when our younger locals are out solving problems, and try as I might, I can't seem to speak either of your names aloud when they're about. It's quite peculiar. Alas, I lost my entire smoothie cart due to recent events, though I had been wanting to make a bigger one, and now I have the perfect excuse. P.S. Graceful Spark is quite right, though. You do make such adorable noises. Sincerely, hey. Strawberry Squeeze. Oh no. Oh, oh god. I thought we had soundproofed this a bit better. Aww. Uh. I mean, we make noise when we're out and about, right? Uh, okay, that's fair. I, I, you don't stop being cute just when we're outside, dear. Uh, look. Fine, but okay, we're gonna have to go get some more smoothies from Strawberry Squeeze. I agree. They're good smoothies. I agree. And, you know, if I should happen to nibble your ear or, you know, remark on how cute you are, give you a little squeeze while we're doing hey. it, well, I think we would yeah. both enjoy that. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, um, do, do you want to open the second letter or, or. Yeah, no, I got it. I got it. Uh, All right. Uh, uh, anyways. <clears throat> Dear Graceful Spark and Spilled Beans, Thanks as always for the wonderful episode. 
Your mention of potentially being an equestrian for years has me wondering, what long-term goals do you have for your horse lives? Will you get horse married? Start a horse family? With friendship, Noelle. Oh. <sighs> uh, are we... I kind of assumed we were just somehow already horse married. I'll be honest. I had a, Is that wrong? I had also been operating under that assumption that they, we were basically horse married, that we'd be living together for the foreseeable yeah. future. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, hi, I, I think both of us are at least somewhat polite. Yeah. So, uh. I don't know. Do, do you want me to call you my horse wife? Uh, let me think on that one. I'm not. I don't know if I actually like the sound of it. Pony wife. It's the wife part, actually. Understandable. Now that I think about it more. <laughs> yeah. Understandable, dear. Ah. Uh. <laughs> A little bit of past trauma, a little bit of weird, weird uh, hangups on language. It's, it's good times. Understandable, dear. There's no need to rush into it. We have several years in Equestria yeah. to work this out. Uh, yeah, that's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Does that mean we should wait on knocking you up, too? I I don't know if I can get horse pregnant. That's a good point. Pregnant, if you mm-hmm. will. Am I pregnant? <laughs> Am I pregante? <laughs> Pregnant? <laughs> uh, 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 am I pregnant? Am I horse eggnant? Oh, no. Oh, uh, man. Am I turgid with horse eggs? Oh, no. We cannot talk about being turgid with eggs. <laughs> well, I mean, we can. We just did. We did. Egg, mm. egg, eggy, eggy, egg. Take this <laughs> egg and make you preg? Preg. <laughs> oh man, I don't know if I like this at all anymore. Uh, 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 okay. How, oh, weird. Eggs do seem to make more sense than being horse pregnant. I don't know. Anyway, I mean, um, I, we will get an on-screen pregnancy at some point. Like, we will. Oh yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Cake have kids. Oh yikes! Oh yikes! Oh fuck! What am I signed up for? I mean, we're. Oh, I no. mean, like, we're not going to watch, but okay, like, good. we will get like some kind of discussion of where baby horses come from. Okay, I'm I'm glad that at some point they address it. I don't know how much detail they go into, but like we'll find yeah, out. Yep. Yeah. And uh in in the meantime, dear, we we can leave the eggs for the bedroom. And again, like we already had the conversation of like, hey, I don't know, if Scootaloo needs somewhere to hang out that isn't, you know, Rainbow Dash's lesbian sky palace, she can come to the lesbian cafe instead. Exactly. And well, can't imagine it's easier for her to get up there given that uh Scootaloo can't fly yet. Yeah. And hence the name Scootaloo. She's got a scooter. Oh, yeah, that's right. It it, it does sense. answer the question of, like, if when her wings grow in, will she continue to scoot? What assumes so. Yeah, just just with more speed. Yeah. Oh, she could do sick jumps if she could actually fly yeah. as well. But, like, I'm very here for a pony that can fly but prefers to use scooter. Yeah, she'll be a regular pony hawk. <laughs> yes, thank you. Happy to help. Uh... Uh, I'm reminded of a scribble I made ages ago, which if I can crawl through the internet hard enough to get it, I might need to repost of, uh, of Tony Hawk, but it's a griffin. Ah, uh, very good. Uh, Pony Hawk is also very good, though. Mm-hmm. Pony uh, Hawk's Skater. Thank you. Hmm. 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 Don't know about that one. Yeah, I was just trying to conserve the letters. It didn't work. I was yeah, just trying to conserve I, letters. I appreciate the effort. It was, it was, it was a worthy cause, but a doomed mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a mad scientist here. It comes with the territory. Pony talk rose skater. Pony talks rose skater. Is that anything? I, I'm imagining like a a pony that can talk. So like a pony, and but they're they're skating through some roses. 
Yeah. Or it's like, I don't know, know, it's like a farming game or a gardening game, but you're on wheels the whole time and also like hosting a talk show. So it's a, it's a visual novel, but also about, uh, farm skating. I don't know. Is it, is this feels like we're getting further from it being a thing every time. Yeah, I think we're trying too hard. It'll come to us if it's anything. Yeah. And we had a, we had a third thing that they mentioned you'd, uh. Oh, yes, yes. Uh third piece of correspondence to deal with yes yes as part of a dark pact i've made uh, a dark pact called friendship uh i should tell you all my little pony dark pact is <laughs> friendship what is a, a pact with a demon if not an unorthodox form of powerful friendship i i asked you that mm. uh, anyways uh, an old friend of mine a friend i've known for pff, a majority of my life at this point if i'm counting correctly like dude and i go way back like we knew each other in like fifth grade or some shit Oh, damn. He is kickstarting his uh, tabletop RPG. It's called Cyberpunk Noir. He has been working on it for, like, the past ten years. Uh, I've been there pretty much the entire step of the way, playing it, uh, you know, helping him refine it in here and there. And uh, mm-hmm. he is doing a Kickstarter for it. And, you know, check it out. The uh, the video on the page is me and, me and him and another friend uh, playing a session of it. Lasts about an hour. And you get to meet, uh, Sparky, a, uh, ass-kicking, uh, car mechanic who steals a car with her old crime friend clock. Ah, uh, very good. Yeah, ain't it? He's pretty good. I enjoyed doing that session. And, uh, you know, you have a look. I'll put a link in the description and probably at isekai.horse as well. So check it out if you like. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll boost the, the signal over on that as well for folks who are more attentive on the Twitter. Oh, thank you, dear. What a helpful mm. horse. Yeah. My little assistant I, pony. I do my best to be, at least. But look, hench energy is kink energy. That's all I'm going to say. That's very good. I've, if I had to get isekai, dear, I'm glad I got isekai with you. A very good hench horse. Aww. Yay. Uh, very soft, very helpful, very smoochable. Uh, what more could yeah. a pony want? Two hench ponies. Okay, yes, but, you know, missing that. Yeah, okay, alright. It right. just means I can appreciate you more. That's fair. And welcome you even more irredeemably into my clutches, dear. Oh, okay. Um, should we, uh, uh, go end the podcast? And, uh, deal with some clutches, then? Oh, let's, shall we? Uh, you sound like you're excited. Yeah. Yeah, uh, um, I, I, I'm, I'm spilled beans. Uh, you can, you can find me running the, uh, horse isekai, uh, Twitter, or, uh, the weird connection through uh, whatever strange pact we're in. Uh, other things I do at uh, dracos.art. That's around. It's a thing. It's a good thing too, dear. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna uh, go get ready now. Okay? okay, dear. Have fun. I'll finish up here. Uh, truly, it was. We were hit by a horse truck and got isolated to Equestria. I have been Ponyville's beloved graceful spark. You can find my writing, programs, podcast posts, and everything else that's fit to plug at princess.software. And I'll put the link to that tabletop in the description. See you next week, dears. Mwah!